Hi, I'm Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. I'm also the podcast host of Invest in Her and an award-winning producer, author, and TEDx speaker. Our show, Invest in Her, features phenomenal female founders and funders. As you know, women receive less than 2% of venture capital funding. Our series is about accelerating the funding of women by connecting them to funding resources. Let's meet today's guest. She is the largest female restaurant franchise owner in the country. She's been recognized by Oprah for her work with Dress for Success. And you may recognize her from Entrepreneur's Elevator Pitch. I'd like to welcome to the show, Dawn LaFrida. Hi, Dawn. How Hi, are you? Catherine. What an honor to be invited to do your podcast. Oh Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this interview. Me and too. Yeah. It's always fun to talk about women in business, isn't it? It is. And uh, I was just uh, talking to uh, my last guest, Pocket Sun, and I was saying sometimes it's hard to have somebody uh, reiterate all your accomplishments, is it? Well, you know, people often ask what the accomplishments are, and I kind of feel it's my blah blah story. I've said it so many times, right. and so it is hard to reiterate it in a way. I mean, I can rattle them off and put myself to sleep. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, really, I only mentioned the first three big ones, which is you're being the largest female franchise owner in the country of restaurants, um, and probably of ever, any type of franchise, but let's just say restaurants. Uh, you own over 80 Denny's restaurants, is that right? That's right. I've oh owned 118 in my career. Oh so my gosh. I'm good at buying, selling, closing, yeah. opening. Yeah, no doubt you are an excellent businesswoman. And, and a lot of women listening can learn from you because you started out with nothing. I mean, at, at 23 years old, you were a waitress and bought your first restaurant. This is incredible. Your story's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I started actually um, when I was 16 as a hostess in a Denny's restaurant in Fullerton, California. Oh my gosh. And so finally, by the time I was 23, I'd saved enough tips and got some credit card money and took a leap of faith jumped off the cliff and never looked back. Oh my gosh. Well, it paid off, didn't Did it? It paid off well. <laughs> you know, see there's there's a uh, when you're young. Yeah. You know, you, which we still are, girl. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when you're young, you know, yeah. you don't have as much at risk. Yes. You're fearless. You think you can do anything. You're unstoppable. And it's those moments in life that, man, you better seize it because once you get children and life moves on, you start thinking, should I do this? Is yeah. it smart? Isn't you yeah. Know? So being 23 and doing it was amazing because I had the yeah. only one that would be affected if I didn't make it was me. Right. And now you have this beautiful family. And you know, I could see where the risk, but now you're successful, so it's not as much risk, right? That's right. Yeah, and you know what you're doing. Until and, a pandemic comes along. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but um, I actually have such good memories of Denny's because I think most of us listening, you know, we grew up, you know, you go out and party, and at two in the morning, everybody would go to Denny's and have that grand slam. So That's right. I, it's famous for that, right? It is. And yeah. you know, it's still on our menu. It's one of our best selling items. We now have the Build Your Own Grand Slam, so you can have it any way you want it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's one of my favorites. Too. How do you like yours? Well, I like, I, I, I have two pancakes, two eggs, a bowl of oatmeal, and a piece of sourdough toast. Oh my gosh, very healthy. 
<laughs> you call the pancake part healthy? <laughs> I love pancakes, so. Me too. You know, I, but I think everybody in America's probably at some point eaten a Grand Slam. Well, so. I think so, because yeah. as a brand, I believe we have 97% consumer awareness. That means wow. 97% of the people know of a Denny's or have yeah. eaten in a Denny's. Yeah. And the cool thing is, I mean, you own... Um, so many restaurants that you employ over 3,000 people in seven states. So, you know, it must be really rewarding to know that you're helping to employ so many people. I would love to employ some more people. <laughs> but, you know, it is. That's the greatest thing. That's a thing. shout out, everybody. Yeah. The, two of the greatest things yeah. uh, that I get joy out of are hiring people and feeding people. Mm -hmm. Because I know when I needed the job, what Denny's did for me, and I wish I could just share with young uh, young restaurant people, cooks, servers, that, you know, you may start in a restaurant as a hostess, but look what you can become. It doesn't have to stop in the restaurant right. at that job code. You can move up within a chain. You yeah. can get into menu development. You can get into marketing. You can right. get into training, and maybe you could own your own right. restaurant. Right, of course, and that's the best part about the stone. inspiration of your story. Because also, too, what I love about your story is that you really came from nothing. I mean, you didn't have an advantage. You know, some people say, how could I possibly be the largest franchise owner in the world or in the country uh, if I didn't come from money? But you did not come from money. You really started from scratch. That's right. I Let's think, talk I think, about that. Well, I think that's why I became successful. Mm -hmm. I saw what everybody else had that I didn't have. I, I always say there's a gift in growing up poor. We just don't know it at the time. Right. So it made me hungry. It made me dream. It made me want things that other people had. And I knew the only way I was going to get them was by hard work. The other thing that happened, that I had an ab abusive father and I never wanted to be controlled by anyone. So I right. wanted to be sure I made my own money called my own shots and that no one could tell me what to do. So. You know, and that is a really powerful thing, message for women, uh, is you do want your own money. You do want your freedom to not have to put up with an abusive relationship. That's right. So, you know, thank you for sharing that because I think there's so many women out there that have that story and they will be inspired by what you're saying. Well, and I think where it's even worse today, what I see in women is they didn't learn that lesson. They're, they have a spouse, but they don't have a job and they're trapped. Mm -hmm. And so I wish women would know that there's always a way out. There's always mm -hmm. a job for someone. You might have to start at the bottom, but it, get out of the situation that you're in because you're never going to go anywhere there. You've got to get out and make your own way. And it's scary and frightening, but at the end of the day, it's rewarding. And I, I love that message. And, you know, you did share something with me uh, that you know, when you were very young, you had this vision that you were going to build wealth, that you were going to get out of this. I think there's so much to be said for what we say and what we think and what we envision. And so if someone is in that place that they feel hopeless, that they need to take your advice and start to envision that better life. Oh yeah, you know, I started doing this when I was a little girl at five years old, just praying wow. that I would have a better life because I was in such a bad place and I yeah. had no one to talk to but God. I didn't know anything else, I was five years old. Right. And I realized that everything I'd been praying for 
since I was a little girl, I got everything. Wow. My family jokes, they call me the master manifester. Yeah. And sometimes I come up with some silly idea and they roll their eyes and they go, oh no, wait a minute, it's gonna happen. <laughs> and so, you know, there's a lot to be said about putting your intentions out there to Absolutely. whoever you believe in, you pray to, you meditate to. Right. I think repetitive intention leads to getting the result and the goal that you want. Right, so anybody can have this successful lifestyle, no matter where they came from. That's right, as long as they have a pad of yellow stickies that they put on their <laughs> mirror every morning to remind them. Right. I like yeah. stickies everywhere, do this, do that. Remember, <laughs> you wanna weigh this, yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm the notes person too, yeah. so I identify with that. If well, it doesn't get written down, it doesn't get done. Well, it's not even so much that, it's also my vision board. Oh. The stickies are part of my vision board okay. to make me every day remember to thank, to right. ask, to yes. put out intention. Yes. So it's more than just a sticky reminder note. Yeah. It's it's an intention I wanna put out in the universe. Right, and you just hit the nail on the head too with, it's not just envisioning it, but um, you know, allowing that mindset to receive it mm -hmm. and to, um, you know, just allow these things in, right? And notice when you receive it. Yes. I mean, you get- The gratitude part. The gr well, the gratitude yeah. part and the little, messages that we get along the way that we might not realize are a message right you know like yes. sometimes something happens and we don't really realize that might be our sign or our message right. like when i knew when i was about 10 i said to my mom you know one day i'm going to own my own company and make a lot of money and she said of course you are so i always believed of course i am so when the yeah. first opportunity came i'm like well this is my chance Right. You know, I didn't know if it was the right opportunity, but hey, here's my chance and I took it. So you also have to pay attention to the messages you get along the way. Absolutely. I'm a big believer in that download thing. And if somebody says, hey, you need to speak to this person or you need to email that totally. person, do it. So many people have it sitting right in their circle of influence and they don't even utilize it or tap into it or, or even recognize it. You know, one of the things that I learned as, as you speak about that is sometimes, yes, they don't use it, but people are also afraid to ask for help. Yes. And I found that more people than not want to help you get to where you want to go. Yeah. But you got to be willing to ask. Yes, that to is so true. Pick up the so phone true. and say, hey, Catherine, do you know somebody who can help me with this? Teach me that give me an idea for something and you'd right. be amazed at how many people come to your rescue i agree with you and i can even firsthand say that when i said to you hey we're making this film about the underfunding of women uh, you stepped up to the plate and i'm so happy to have you be a part of uh, our executive producing team well, with that you know it's truly an honor because i was a woman that came from nothing yes so anytime you can help another woman or another human being get somewhere they want to go i it's a gift to get to do it. Yeah, we get to help change the world together. That's right. You yeah. Bet. Speaking of that, um, it's not every day that someone gets recognized by Oprah Winfrey, uh, all of our hero, and um, and she has recognized you for your work with Dress for Success. Let's share with everybody, you know, what that's about because so, that's an amazing program. Yeah, it is, and I think Oprah recognizes all the women. Right? There's 30 women in a month that are honored uh, for whatever industry they might be in or right. what they do there's a reason they're chosen and each woman is honored one day out of the month of march which is international women's month and what you're asked to do is engage your friends business people colleagues to invest one hour just one hour of their pay 
to help elevate a woman. Right. And so whether you're a waitress or an executive, to take one yeah, hour of your pay that's it. and pay it forward to another you woman. You make 15 bucks an hour, donate yeah. $15 to help a woman elevate, to change her life, help her with her wardrobe, help her with her interviewing skills, right. help her with finance, right. whatever that woman needs. I think it's just great. How easy is it to give one hour of your pay? So when you give the one hour of your pay, you're giving it to Dress for Success, and then that program teaches them financial skills, interview right. skills, dressing skills. Very cool. Right, so this was Dress for Success worldwide. However, yeah. they do have chapters in every state. Oh, cool. So anybody could belong to a chapter. That's right. Love it. Yeah, and they take donations for, you know, gently used clothing so that women have outfits to interview in. It's a great yeah. program. It was such an honor to be um, recognized, to be invited, to get yeah. to raise money to help other women. Yeah. You know, there's so many needs in America, and you want to give to everything, but some of them are a little closer to your heart than others. So anytime yeah. I can help a woman, I mean, I saw my mom, what she went through. I know yeah. what I went through. And so, you know, things that are close to the heart, Yes, it's always a little easier. Yeah. I think uh, usually what's close to our heart has something to do with our purpose, don't you think? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, some people uh, may have seen you on Entrepreneur's um, Elevator Pitch, which was uh, listening to the pitches of female entrepreneurs. Um, no, not female we entrepreneurs. Have many, but all, many females. All entrepreneurs, yeah. right. And um, getting behind them. Uh, what was that experience like? And do you have any specific one you invested in that you'd like to share? Yeah, so it, it was a really fun experience because if you're an entrepreneur like I am, you're always interested in what the new upcoming things are, yeah. right? So you things that you weren't ever smart enough to think of that other people have thought of. And so it was really interesting from that perspective. Yeah. What was also really fun was to see the pressure someone feels having to give a 60-second elevator pitch. I mean, the hidden camera would be in the elevator. People would be sweating. They'd be fainting. I yeah. mean, because oh it was a big deal. It was their chance yes. to get their product or their idea launched. Right. And so everything in that elevator was riding on their pitch. Wow. So that was a really fun part of the show. Yeah. We had a great uh, cast of judges, and I did invest in a few things. I, I invested in a lot of things. What happens is sometimes um, the financials don't, yeah. Get submitted. The due diligence doesn't yeah, work out. It, yeah. But what are some of the success ones? Like what was one so of your I, favorite I, ones? Well, one of my favorite ones is a situation where I, I wanted to invest in it. And at the end, I believe the guy really didn't want an investor. Maybe he wanted a mentor. Maybe he just wanted his product on TV. But there was this guy. He was so fun. And he has vitamins, liquid vitamins. So you know how oh. you take a vitamin in the morning and you yeah. kind of get a little sick to your stomach? Yeah. Well, he has a, just a drink. And you just drink one swig of it, and that's all the vitamins you need for the day. And I was just fascinated by it. And yeah. he had things, all, all different kinds of vitamins, and I really wanted to invest in that, and I didn't get to. But I invested in a company called uh, Lola Getz that does plus-size female uh, workout clothing. I invested in a company called Bing, B-Y-N-N-G. They do some kind of video uh, worldwide. It's some internet type of thing that's just fascinating. Um, and then yesterday, and yesterday, I'm film, really excited. We had a pitch fest, 
and thank you so much. You invested in Hustle Up, which is going to democratize opportunities for all people in the Hollywood uh, television and film industry. So, you know, I was looking at that deck and I was excited the minute I saw it. I mean, I knew, you know, you just get a feeling. First off, it's got to be something you understand, right? And so I could see the end game. I could see where it made sense. So I was really excited. I I was really excited about it from the second I looked at that and yeah. was hoping I would get an opportunity to and, be a part of that company. And the founder, H. Schuster, She's is amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah. Best pitch I've probably ever seen. Wow. That's a seen, lot. I've seen a lot of pitches, but she knows her stuff. She knows her stuff. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. And so when you're investing, when somebody knows their stuff that well, it makes the investor feel confident. Right. When you ask a question, and by the way, all the people you brought had all the answers. They didn't have to go back and say, well, I've got to talk to my partner, or yeah. they knew the answer they to They were everything. all impressive, weren't they? They were, they were yeah. all impressive. They should all be applauded for what they've done, their creative ideas for the products they offer. And you know, you can see a use and purpose for all of them. Can yes. you afford to invest in all of them? Maybe not, but right. I can see you have where to pick your you cherry to, pick. Yeah, you've got a cherry pick, but there are some great ones. Yeah, and um, I'm interested. We're going to follow the results of that, and also, uh, I know possibly Pocket Sun and you might invest in one of the other ones. So yeah, we won't we say have, which, but we're going to follow I'm, that I'm story. I'm excited about it. Yeah, um, I hope because they're a franchise owner, right? Uh, yeah. They're, yeah, they're starting to franchise, franchise their concept. Yes, that's right? what I meant, yeah. So I hope Pocket and I can work together on that because yes. she's a young entrepreneur. Yeah. And I can see that she's got the vision. I think I could help her with, I'm old and I've done it for 37 years. I hope I can help her speed up the process and make sure she doesn't miss any steps because yes. I think she's got a great. The founder. Uh, Yes, yes, the founder. Shana. Um, I think that yeah. she's got a great product, and yes. I think it can go far. And she's yeah. got a good team behind her already. Right. So everybody have to stay tuned for the end of that story. Yeah. But, uh, my fingers know. are crossed on that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So there's lots of things happening uh, in the venture world. And um, I think one of the most exciting things about being part of that is, um, and, and being a successful business owner like yourself, allows you to be part of that and I think that's what you were saying when we were talking yesterday was that that's why people want to strive to be successful and entrepreneurship gives that opportunity to build wealth so that you can then have the opportunity to invest in things like venture capital right you know entrepreneurship brings a lot of freedom yeah you know we all want to invest in hits right yeah and it's hard for people who just live off of an annual salary to be able to do that. So right. being an entrepreneur, it gives us such great opportunity to take up and coming founders, uh, entrepreneurs, and, and invest in something really exciting that yeah. we were too busy building our own business. We don't have the time to think of a new business, but we believe in this business. Right. Let's help you get it off the ground, and hey, let's make a little money along the way. Right? right, and I love what you said, too, about you don't always have to have the idea, but you can invest in people who do have the idea, and those okay. ideas wouldn't come to fruition if it wasn't for the investors. Um, as far as Uh, What I love about the business uh, opportunity with Denny's and with what you did is it's taking entrepreneurship and mixing it with corporate America Mm -hmm. and marrying the two. So here's a corporation 
that allows people to have their own franchises, which then in turn makes them an entrepreneur, right? That's right. And you know, franchising is an amazing vehicle for growth. So if I was creating my own restaurant, I'd have to go out and think of a menu, think what's it going to look like, how big is it going to be, do I have recipes, how am I going to train people. And then marketing and branding. And marketing and branding. Yeah. And so when you buy into a franchise system, all that's done for you. So you can really sit and focus on the business. And it also gives you the leverage to be able to expand at a quicker rate. The other great thing about franchising that you're going to be interested in is lenders out there feel more confident with a franchise brand that right. has a proven track record. That makes so sense. So when I had my first couple of restaurants, lenders would say to me, once you get to five, you're going to be able to just get however many you want. Wow. But we believe in Denny's, we know their model, we know their balance sheet, and we are a Denny's lender. So that's the great thing about franchising. The mm -hmm. investment community, they know everything about the franchise groups, the publicly traded companies. Also, the franchisors do a great job at finding lenders for you so that you can expand. They want to sell franchises. They right. want people to be successful. So you really have a partner in a franchisor. Anytime I've ever needed anything, I pick up the phone to call Denny's and they're, they help me just every minute of the day. Yeah, you seem like a big fan of the franchise. Oh, I am. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, when you got your first franchise at 23, what was that like? Was it overwhelming? Was it exciting? Was it all of that? Was it like a pinch me moment? So yeah, there were, there were a lot of emotions. So my first restaurant that I got, I bought it from Denny's, but it wasn't a Denny's. And the reason I was able to buy it is because Denny's bought a chain of restaurants, but there was one restaurant in a lonely little mining town that they couldn't get supervision to. It had low sales. It just wasn't something they wanted to convert. So that's where I got my first opportunity. And my friend and I, we bought that off credit cards. And wow. my first thought was, Mom, what happens if I if I fail? I mean, people are dependent upon me for a paycheck. And my mom looked at me and she says, well, honey, the worst thing that can happen is you start over at 26. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I pressed forward and I never looked back. Well, a year and a half later, oil went bust in Texas. Wow. You know, it just tanked. And Denny's felt that West Texas, Midland, Odessa, that whole area needed an owner operator. And that was my big chance. So you take a girl from Orange County, California, mm -hmm. and you put her in West Texas, and it was major culture shock. I, I literally, I thought every airport was LAX. I, I, I didn't know any different. So I, I lasted in West Texas for about eight months, and every week I called Denny's, and I said, please sell me something in San Antonio, because it was the next biggest city to where my restaurants were. Right. And finally, eight months later, I was able to buy one store in San Antonio, and then I just took off. Wow, what a wonderful story. But again, having yeah. a franchisor that listens, wants to make their franchisees happy, yes. you know, but again, had I not called them persistently and said, this is what I want, right. they wouldn't have known. So you've got to ask for what you want. Right. People aren't reading your minds. Yeah, I have a, a thought leader friend that teaches that to women because she said women is, are really, uh, her name's Andrea Quinn, she said women are not brought up that way to ask or to receive. It's interesting that you were, it sounds like you had a mother that really encouraged you that 
you could do anything. She sounds like a wonderful mom. You know, it's interesting. She was always working because my father was a deadbeat. But there were a few key things that she said that really mattered to me. Yeah. And it was those few things that I held on to that gave me the courage to always move forward. I love and that. And she was a hard worker, and I yeah. saw what she went through, right. and I didn't want that. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. I hope that other women out there are listening to you saying, you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. And, mm. you know, people think about, okay, working in a restaurant. I was the richest 17-year-old kid in my yeah, school. Yeah, it's a great gig. I was the best waitress, made the most tips, and was able to save up all those tips to buy a restaurant. So yeah. we look at it as, oh, you're working in a restaurant. And I was proud of it every day, and yeah. I looked at it as a sales job. Commission, the better I am, the more right. that I make, right? Yeah, fun job, interacting fun. with people, meeting new people every day. And I think yeah. everyone should work in a restaurant once in their life because yeah. that is the real world. You see such a vast array of yeah. guests from young to old. You learn personalities. You know what people are like. You you learn what they want, what's important right. to them. And it, it's a great learning tool. Absolutely. You and uh, the other one that comes to mind, Susie Orman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hello. She's a huge success. And she sure started is. started as a waitress. So, you know, not a, a bad way to get started. And like you said, a wonderful way to be in the trenches dealing with people because almost every job you're going to do is going to be dealing with people, especially if you end up being a business owner. That's right. And, yeah. you know, for, for the for the people who are stuck at home, yeah. who don't have a job, the great thing about being a food server is you take home money every day. Yes. So it gives you a little flexibility and freedom and you're feeling the money coming into your pocket. So yeah. it gives you a little bit of independence if you you know, need money for gas or to pay a babysitter or buy a loaf of bread. I mean, it's immediate access to cash. Right. So it's a great place for any woman to start out or, or man. Right. So if there's someone out there thinking, gee, I'd like to own a franchise, you know, what would your advice be to them, whether it be Denny's or some other franchise? What's the best advice to someone who wants to go down that path? So I think you need to pick something you know a little bit about and that you love. I suggest you mentor with someone who might be a franchisee. I had a friend of mine, a neighbor, who wanted to buy a franchise, and he was so excited about it. It was in food service. He says, Dawn, I need to talk to you. Well, I looked at the financials, and n none of it made sense, right? So if you can find a mentor, pick up the phone, call someone, find out what your appetite is for what you're willing to invest, mm -hmm. how many locations do they have, will it be successful? How well known is the brand? There's so many things that you have to decide. Mm -hmm. But there's a book that comes out once a year and it's the top franchise brands and it has all of them listed. It talks about what the initial investment is, what they do, the average number of employees you might need. So it's a great starting point for someone to look through the list and say, oh gosh, I'd really like to be a tutor. This fits my schedule and I think I can make the right amount of money and the fee to get in is right. The great thing about a franchise, if you love it and you fought one, multiply it. Right, right. That is the key. Yeah. Right. Love so, it. So I might make this much money if I own one, but what would it look like if I own 10 of those tutoring centers or right. 10 of those Denny's or... And you're saying... You're saying, though, make sure it's something you love. Yeah, like, you have to love yeah. it because you don't want to be in an industry where you feel unhappy. And what happens when you first start your own business, you work a lot. 
Yeah. You know, initially I worked 17 hours a day because you don't have the bankroll to right. have a big staff. So, you know, I was paying bills, I was working shifts, I was doing payroll, I was doing everything. So have energy and be passionate about what you're doing because you're going to work a lot. And if you don't love it, you won't be happy. Right. But so if you're a dog lover, you should be doing oh, something yeah. like that. If you sure. if you like uh, flowers, be, you know, looking at the sure. florist type of uh, franchises or whatever your passion is, because that's really how you're going to succeed. Right. So you chose Denny's because that was the opportunity, but you also, I take it, loved the food industry. I did love the food industry because I love to eat. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> Me good too. at it. I'm very good at it. I'm a professional. <laughs> you know, it was my opportunity, and what happened is they were in alignment with my goals. Yes. And so when I had a franchisor that was beside me that was going to help me grow, yeah. It was a, it was a great fit. I didn't right. look anywhere else. You, you know, didn't I, feel like you were all alone. Never, right? Never did I feel I was. If I picked up the phone at three o'clock in the morning and called Denny, someone would answer. Wow, that's impressive. Anytime I've had oh, any issue. Oh, I know what I didn't want to forget. You all have a new female CEO. We do. First How time exciting ever. is that? So yeah. So first, I want to say the CEO we've had the last nine years is a prince. I love the man so much, and I'm going to greatly miss him. But he's done so much for us. But we have our first female CEO. She started two weeks ago. Her name is Kelly. I'm so excited to meet her. I was um, invited to meet her this week, but I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I was on a call with her, and in her first 10 minutes of the call, she answered every question I would have ever asked without even asking it. So you know she's on top of her game. She knows what the brand needs. It's kind of like Hustle Up, right? Yes. She knew everything, answered everything, you know, so I feel so confident that she understands what we're going through with the service yeah. issues, inflationary factors, and I think she's got a way to tackle them all. So I'm not going to be the only girl at the table. I love it. I love it. Um, so progress, right? Slow progress, but steady. Um, and you have two twin sons, is that right? I do. And um, the cool thing I think about franchise ownership is that it could create generational wealth, right? So if you come from nothing, you could build this up and pass it on to your children. Is that is that the plan? Well, the pl yeah, that is part of the yeah. plan. Now, so I had children late in life because I was so busy building my company. I turned around and I'm like, oh, I'm 35. Oh, yeah. I'm 40. You know. Yeah. Um, but along with owning a franchise, I I, I amassed some wealth another way, and that was buying the dirt underneath the restaurants. Oh, so when now you're I, giving your secrets away. I love it. Well, so when I was young and didn't have any capital, that yeah. wasn't an option. Right. But when you start being able to borrow money and building and picking sites, I've managed to collect a fair amount of real estate, and so my sons have a huge interest in uh, real estate development, finance, and law. So together, I think the both of them, I don't think they'll be running restaurants, but I think they'll be doing a piece of it with the right, real estate. Right, the commercial real estate part of it. Yeah. Amazing. That, yeah. That's And my one son's working in the office with me all summer, and both sons started working at Denny's when they were 12. They, I, We called it the summer intern program, and they would work two to three weeks in a Denny's, bussing tables, rolling silverware, cleaning dishes, um, just to really appreciate what they have and what others have to do right. that don't 
you know, have as much as they have. Right, right. Well, it sounds like you have it all. A, well, a beautiful family. I do. I'm uh, so blessed. A, an excellent uh, business that you've built up. Um, I know uh, you and your wife give back to a lot of causes. You're very um, generous and very pay it forward mentality. And I think that's what makes life beautiful and rich. Well, it does, you know, and she's really been. Um, a huge part of that because she started her career with Special Olympics and wow. you know really taught me how to give I was giving but in the wrong ways and so I've learned through her better ways to give and to have an impact and uh, she's a big part of our fundraising of our giving and of course at Denny's we're all about feeding people so we're very involved with feeding hungry kids we're Big partners with No Kid Hungry. We've raised millions of dollars. My company's very passionate about it. And uh, if we're not giving, uh, we're, we're not we're not doing our part. And you know, you are the epitome of what a successful woman should be, and that is giving back to nonprofit and investing in women for profit. You know, it's it's all about women helping women. That's how we're going to progress in this world and you are the epitome of that. Well, you know it is, but it took me a lot of years to learn. Right. Because when you're in the weeds, when you're just yes. starting out, your thinking you is You can only see history. in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I didn't always I didn't start out here. Right, but it's, you evolved into that. I was, I was um I was doing an interview with a gentleman. He just recently passed away. He was a famous uh, news commentator in in the state of Texas. More famous than me? I'm just I kidding. I'm just I, kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so he was doing a story on me, yeah. and he said, Don, every interview I do, yeah. I ask my interviewee what they collect. And I've interviewed, this person collects Corvettes, this person, they collected gnomes. Everywhere in their house was little gnomes. He says, I've, I've got to ask you, what do you collect? And I said, well, that's easy, Gary. I collect restaurants. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, you collect what you love. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that was an interesting question. I'm going to have to remember that. Yeah, well, everybody yeah. does collect something. And yeah. I thought, oh, gosh, what am I collecting? Yeah. I, I collect restaurants. It's my favorite thing to do. I love the art of the deal. I love giving jobs. I love yeah. feeding people. Yeah. It's, so it's a hobby as well as yeah. a business. I feel like you really have developed a life that is very um, uh, sincere to what it is that you really care about. And again, yeah. it's learned. It yeah. doesn't come... Sure. You know, when you're 25, no. struggling. It comes with time. It comes yeah. with time. But it's yeah. my job now yeah. to do my part, to educate others, to give back to women, to help them understand that they can come from nothing and be something. There's no barriers in their way. Your only barrier is yourself. It's this. And that is the perfect thing to end on. Dawn, thank you so much. How would people reach you? Are you on LinkedIn? or? I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Um, all you have to do is Google Dawn and Denny's and more than you'd ever want to know will come up. My email address, my everything, every every way to reach me, Denny's.com uh, can find me. Okay, wonderful. I can't hide if I wanted to. <laughs> well, thank you so much oh, for sharing you. your story. thank you. It's really an honor, and I love what you're doing. I think it's uh, always empowering when women have some place they can go to find knowledge that's really easy. So anybody can click into your podcast day or night learn things, uh, listen to women that they find interesting, inspiring, or have a topic that they want to learn about. So thank you for what you're doing, too, because it really it takes a whole team of people 
takes a bunch of women, right? Yes, thank you, thank you. It thank does you. take a village. And uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, of course, you can find uh, She Angel Investors for resources to help you get funding, uh, as Don mentioned. And uh, just so happy to have you on the show this week. And everybody, make it a great week. Uh, remember to invest in her. Take care. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at SheAngelInvestors.com.